Hello, welcome to another episode of Mask Off. This is Tim, um, coming to you from my car as usual. Most of my thoughts come when I'm driving for some reason, but it is what it is. I wanted to get right into this because I think this is very important, especially for um, poor people, minorities, or anybody who who lose, who just lost a loved one. Um, we need to um, focus on medical advocacy a lot of times um we go to places you know when we get sick and we go to hospitals or we go to doctor's offices or you know we look on webmd or whatever we do and we try to figure this out for ourselves or we get information from doctors or or you know staff in the hospital that limits our options or our choices um, we're not really educated on what what options or choices we have out there. And I think it's important for us to really understand that we have the power to, to, to take care of ourselves in times of sickness. The medical staff, they're there to, to help us. They're there to advocate for us, first of all. But they only know what they know based on what they've been taught. And a lot of times, a medical staff or you know the doctors will will take a situation and determine whether or not treating you as much as they would treat their own family is the, is the best thing to do so a lot of times the doctors will will say this is all we have and this is all we can do and that's and that's what we have to to offer you and most of the time it, it doesn't work like that because there's always other options, always other choices. There's always something you can do. So whenever you feel like, you know, you're sick or you feel like, like I'm not talking like a cold or, or the flu. I'm talking like real sickness. Like I just had two family members go through real sickness and lack of education and lack of knowledge can, can cause people to just to give up. And you know the the medical staff they do the best they can but they only do what they can do meaning they can't force anybody to know how to treat themselves i mean like a doctor could say well this is our these are options what do you think and then you could say well no i want to do this and they could say okay fine and that's it even if they don't think that that's the best thing for you they will say okay fine this is what the family wants we have to respect those wishes we go to school and we learn how to respect family's wishes. So today, for instance, I was in the, the um, hospital and one of the things that they teach people in nursing school is that African-American families are spiritual faith-based people. Like they trust in God more than they trust in medicine. So the nurse was like, yeah, well, I know that the family's really big on faith and that's like the driving factor in their decision making. And as much as that's like true to a certain extent, don't don't let them just say, OK, well, since their their inter interpretation of it is, well, they think that God is going to heal without the help of of the of others. So when they hear somebody say we're faith based, we know God's going to take care of it. It kind of like it, it kind of puts a red flag in their head saying, well, if they think God's going to take care of it, then we're not going to try to force them into doing anything, you know, extraordinary. Because they think that we're so strong about this God thing that we don't want to hear anything that the doctors or nurses have to tell us.
And, you know, like I said, I'm not spiritual or religious, but, you know, what you learn about God is that God uses everybody to help others, to help us. So if I tell you I believe in God, it doesn't mean I don't believe in what you have to say. It just means, like, I trust that whatever God has in store for me is going to be the right thing. Now, we really have to, like, like I said before, change the narrative about how people look at us. Because they become kind of like, I don't want to say flippant, but it's kind of like, you know, I put it out there and this is what they're telling me. So I'm going to just let them do whatever it is they want to do. Meanwhile, people are dying in hospitals and at home because they're not getting the care they receive, that, they, that they deserve. And a lot of times that's because we're not educated on, on how to take care of ourselves in the medical field. So the first thing that I've noticed is that we have to have living wills. We have to have someone who can advocate for us in our times of sickness. And as much as like we love our family and we love our caregivers, we have to realize that we need somebody who can actually speak up for us in a way that's going to make, you know, that's going to make sense medically, not just spiritually. You know, I'm very like big on like not being like not going to the doctor and not, you know, doing things like that's unnecessary in terms of like treatment. But the stuff that's out there is there for our good. And they, they spend a lot of money on researching this stuff. And a lot of people survive based on what the, the kind of treatment that they get. And it's out there. But if we don't know about it, if we're just like, nope, this is what I want. This is what it is. And then the doctors are going to say, okay, well, this is what they want. So let's, let's honor their wishes. And I don't know, like, how many loved ones you know that died in hospitals. But I know a lot of people, a few people that have gone to the hospital. And then a couple of days later, like, oh, we did what we can. And they passed away. You know what I'm saying? And to me... When I go there, right, so people don't know that I'm in the medical field. So I'll go there, and they'll talk to me in layman's terms, but they don't give me all the information. So, like, today, the lady was like, yeah, we just gave her a medication. And I'm like, what medication? She's like, and she hesitated. And then she told me the name of the pill, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a, you know, that's a blood thinner, and that's, what does she have, a blood clot somewhere? It's like, like what does she need the, the medication for? And they don't. They feel hesitant to give us information because they don't think we understand, and then they just kind of like do whatever they want to do. Like, like, like they're on an antibiotic. She's on an antibiotic, and I'm like, why is she on this antibiotic? Is it for pneumonia? And they're like, yeah, she's on that for pneumonia. But like, who's who are they telling this to? Why are they starting this? Like, there's nobody that get that got information about this. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's very important, like, to to have somebody in your life that has knowledge of how the system works so that that way you're getting the best possible care you're getting because a lot of times they will look at you like you don't know any better so they'll just tell you things just to like you know just to appease you but not really give you all the information that you need and we all hate when the pain in the ass family members come in there and they start asking all these questions but at the same time those pain in the ass family members usually leave their hospital with their family members intact and alive you see what I'm saying no matter what you say, like those people who are, who are paying, paying the asses, their family members go home or they go to rehab or they go somewhere. They don't just let the, let the doctors tell them what they think it is and then move on. They, they, go through, they go through all the hoops. And 
we have to learn how to do that for ourselves, which is why we can't allow society to put us in these conditions because we don't know any better and they'll do it. And it's not like it's anybody's fault. It's just we have to take ownership for our lives, basically. We have to take ownership for our lives. So the first thing is it's called a living will. It's, a, um, it's like an advanced directive, and it tells you, it tells the um, medical people who is going to advocate for you if you're in a state that you can't um, advocate for yourself. We have to make these out because then... Those that when a doctor has a when a doctor has to do something, they have to go through the person who's who's going to advocate for you. And I think our living wills should be put into play, and we should be able to be have somebody in our life that's a medical person that we trust. Everybody in their life should have a medical person who they trust, who will also take the time out to go through the system with you and walk you through it and make sure that you're getting the best possible treatment you can. A lot of times we work, we have families, we have kids, we have all this stuff going on. So it's hard for us to be advocating for somebody in the hospital when we got all this other stuff going on for us. So we need to we need to figure out a way how we can get medical advocacy for people, poor people, basically. Because I think, like, it's not even about people of color, it's about poor people. Because most poor people don't have the, the resources to to have somebody come out here and advocate for them. And we don't have the education to know how to advocate for ourselves. So we just kind of accept whatever they tell us. So that's a big thing. Also, um, the advanced directive, it tells you things like, do you want to be resuscitated if you, um, if you stop breathing? And you can also go down to as much as, do you want to, um, which hospital you want to go to? You know what I'm saying? How much treatment do you want to get? You know, stuff like that. It's very important to know these these rights and these options that you have. And if you don't have the knowledge or the, the wherewithal to do it, then call me and we can go through your living will together. And we can make a living will, we can make a plan, and we can, we can go over your health. Because at this point in our lives, like a lot of people are dying, and we know that. And a lot of people are dying, and sometimes it's because of the lack of knowledge that they have. So... I think it's very important for us to really, really understand that we have choices and we have options. And let's not just settle for this is all you got, take it or leave it, because most people won't do that for themselves. Most people will fight and fight until the fight is over. And when the fight is over, then you can say we tried the best we could and this is what happened. You know what I'm saying? But people have long lives because they fight and they know how to fight. It's not just fighting. It's knowing how to fight. And once you know how to fight, you have to you you have a better chance of surviving. Um, I'm kind of vague, but I'm I might have more. Thank you. Mm-hmm.